What's going on, everyone? Welcome to this special birthday episode of Making Podcasts Great Again for our birthday boy, Mr. Donald J. Trump. I am your sleep-deprived tech stuff guy, Jay Nog, and we are here, of course, with the birthday boy, Mr. Donald J. Trump. Welcome, everyone, to this live episode. Mr. President of Mar-a-Lago and the United States of America, how are you? Feeling very strong, as always. Uh, we're, doing, we're doing good. Uh, great birthday so far. Great birthday. We see Sleepy Joe over in Europe making a fool of himself. So that's, you know, we feel good about that. Very good. It's like he's almost trying to give me a birthday present, you know. Hey, maybe if he wasn't so sleepy, he would make it a better present. 75 years old or years young, may I say. How are you feeling about that? I have tremendous energy, tremendous stamina. My wife is not as young as I'd like, but still much younger than me and still providing me with prenuptial agreed upon birthday, sexual intercourse. So I think that uh, I don't feel a day over I don't feel a day over 18, which is, which is what I tell some of the, uh, some of Barron's uh, female classmates. <laughs> okay. You knew, you knew his name when you were talking about his female classmates. You never oh. know his name, Barron. You mentioned your son's name. Who's that? Your, your son with Melania, Barron. You just said his name when you referred to his, his friends. Excuse me. Maybe that was the Chinese robot lady who announced that she was recording our powerful podcast <laughs> before, uh, trying to manipulate my very presidential birthday words. But now I don't, you're mentioning somebody I don't know. Okay. Well, well, happy birthday, Mr. President. And I'm glad you feel so young. Um, Lots of things are, are going on in the news that I'd like to talk about before we uh, uh, take some questions from our listeners. I'm sure everybody is dying to talk to the president on his birthday today. Um, the first thing I wanted to get into is, is BB, your boy BB. Oh, and by the way, did we announce? I know you're new to the program, but we had a different tech stuff guy. The, uh, the bonus episode for all the great Perfect Ten people. Oh, the yeah. next, you know, the next live, uh, Mike Lindell won. So, I think we're doing the final Thursday of June. Uh, Mike Lindell will be guest hosting. So the last Thursday in June. Although I bet Mike you wanted Lindell. Mike Pence, didn't you? You were like, oh, he's so nice. He was so nice to me. <laughs> so weak. Mike Pence was a sweetheart. He was a sweetheart to me. We're going to talk about Mike Pence in a minute, but BB is out of office. He has no power. Does that make him maybe not your friend anymore since he's not a very powerful excuse person. Excuse me. Excuse me. I'm just asking. I'm just excuse asking. Me. You know what? You're lucky BB's not here tonight because he'd reach through the Zoom <laughs> and do some of his Craw McDonald had a farm on you <laughs> and he'd kick the crap out of you very strongly. <laughs> E-I-E-I-O. That's what you'd be saying when he starts beating the crap out of you. Come here, tech stuff guy. That's what he would say in his very deep, tough voice. You wouldn't be talking the trash if Tough BB was here. I'm not I can really, tell you. I'm not really talking trash. I'm just asking. I know. You don't show disrespect to a guy like BB. There are a few friends of mine internationally, okay, that you don't turn your back on. BB, Shinzo, these are the elites. These are the great elite Trump friends, okay? I understand that, but if, if BB becomes just a civilian, are you going to want to interact with him? He's just as a regular Israeli? First of all, there's no such thing as a regular Israeli. They're very tough people. Also, very they can be very annoying, to be honest. Also, very <laughs> aggressive people. But uh, And Gal Gadot, does she look regular to you? No, but I'm saying that BB is going to... If he has no excuse me, he's position. a four-time he's a four-time prime minister. Okay, you're not even a four-time tech stuff guy. You're right, and I'm still talking to you. So That's I think when he's a four-time prime minister. We will talk to him. He's always going to be a great friend and a great man. 
And, uh, you know, just like Shinzo, who called me, by the way, for my happy birthday. You didn't call me. What did, what did Shinzo have to say? I just, you know, you sort of, you know, he was happy that, you know, sometimes you can't tell if Shinzo's happy because he's such a, such a strong, serious guy. But he said, no, 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 no. I wish you the happiest 75th birthday. And he mailed, uh, he told me that there were some uh, samurai swords uh, being mailed to Mar-a-Lago as a birthday gift. That's awesome. That is very cool. That's, um, that's very nice of him. But when, when BB's out, did you speak to BB? And what did, the, what did he tell you? Any, any intel about not being prime minister anymore, being out? Uh, he's going to keep fighting. And he says to me, he's going to run again. So he's not done with his political life. Uh, but he also said uh, that, you know, he's thinking about uh, possibly maybe coming out of retirement. In retirement. Terms of, in, in terms of the fight game. He's going to fight in the BBT this year? No, no. What's the, no, no. There's no BB. No, he's not fighting in the BBT. Okay. Well, what is he going to do? He's going to teach at his dojo? Here's the thing. Okay. There was a very tough Russian fighter, okay? Okay. Who challenged a great friend of Bibi's to a uh, exhibition boxing match, okay? And now Bibi knows that's... Bibi knows all the disciplines, but obviously Crowd McDonald is different than just pure boxing. But this Russian boxer killed Bibi's friend. Killed him. And Bibi said, if, if I lose this election, I will train to defeat this big Russian. Uh, his name is Drago, by the way. <laughs> and so he's challenged Drago to a match for no money. This is how, how, how much discipline and how much pride the great tough Bibi has. And he's going to fight Drago in Russia to avenge his dead friend. So I think it's almost good that he lost the election because now he can, he can be totally tough. We're calling him TTBB, totally tough BB. And, and then when he, when he defeats the Russian, you know, then he can come back to Israel and they'll say, oh, you're such a champion. And he'll say, get out of my way. You didn't believe in me before. And, uh, you know, I think I'll win again. I think that is a great idea. Um, and we're calling, it B, we're calling it BB4 <laughs> because he's a four-time prime minister. I, I totally, uh, that totally makes sense. Um, and actually a famous, a famous Israeli uh, singer, uh, Yitzhak Brown, uh, <laughs> <laughs> actually wrote a song to cheer up BB called Living in Israel. <laughs> uh, do, you, do you know how it goes? Have you heard it yet? Well, he just names a bunch of cities in Israel. You know, he's like, Jerusalem, Tel Aviv. And then, you know, and then, you know, they play this song, Living in Israel. <laughs> That's awesome. Sounds like another song that I've heard of before, but it's probably a remix. I'm sure I that's the original. You know, BB is one of a kind. So once again, if he was here, you wouldn't be calling him a a remixed race person or whatever the hell you just said. Well, besides BB, um, your former vice president bought a, a new house. Did you happen to see that he bought a new house? Uh, I did, and uh, it has a basketball court. It does have a basketball court. You ever think of Mike Pence playing basketball? I know I used to, we used to have this joke until I found out it was real. You know how some people do shirts and skins? Yeah. He, he has a thing where he calls it pants and Winnie the Poohs. <laughs> so you mean Winnie the Poohs where everyone has to wear a shirt with no pants? Right. Okay. Um, that's an interesting basketball game. Usually it's just shirts and skins or you wear different colored jerseys, but never, I've never played a game where people have to take off um, anything below the waist. That's a strange game. No, he calls it, he calls it shorts and shorts and schlongs. 
Is that what the tournament is called? That's the BB Tay. Okay. So that's uh, did did Pence invite you to his new home yet? No, but I plan on inviting many of the Proud Boys to go visit his home. Well, uh, is that a, like a threat to him? I mean, hopefully, you know, he should know it's you know the the Proud Boys they they have pride and they want to see him. Okay. And I gave them his address and also some of his, uh, you know, home security codes. <laughs> okay. Now, I wanted to ask you about this. Sleepy Joe is meeting with your your good friend, Putin, this week. And you actually, you wrote a letter um, or a statement um, about their meeting. Or is it to Putin and Sleepy Joe? What is what is this really? Because I'm going to read it's, it. Everyone. It's, yeah, no, it's it's more to Sleepy Joe. Hopefully, you know his wife, the English teacher. Hopefully, she read it to him. Okay, so it says, uh, as president, I had a great and very productive meeting in Helsinki, Finland, with President Putin of Russia. Despite the belated fake news portrayal of the meeting, the United States won much, including the respect of President Putin and Russia. So because- much respect. That's right. Because of the phony Russia, Russia, Russia hoax made up and paid for by the Democrats and crooked Hillary Clinton, the United States was put at a disadvantage, a disadvantage that was nevertheless outcome by me. As to who do I trust, they asked, Russia or our intelligence, in quotes, from the Obama era, meaning people like Comey, McCabe, the two lovers, Brennan, Clapper, and numerous struck others. Struck and Page. Days. Remember Struck and Page? The two lovers. Yes. Or Russia. The answer after all that has been found out and written should be obvious. Our government has rarely had such low lives as these working for it. Good luck to Biden in dealing with the President Putin. Don't fall asleep during the meeting. <laughs> and please give him why my warmest regards. That's a good one. <laughs> you had to throw a little jab in there at the end, huh? And Sleepy Joe probably even missed it. Probably didn't even know what I was talking about. Did you really think that was necessary? I thought it was totally necessary. Okay. I think we're going in, unlike when I went to Russia, uh, you know, to Finland to talk to Putin. I don't think Putin respects Biden at all. I think he knows he can destroy Biden. And it was a friendly warning to Sleepy Joe to protect our country, which I know he won't. He won't. But I felt it was my duty as the still legitimate president to uh, send that message. Well, um, it was definitely uh, entertaining, to say the least. And I think you got your point across, Mr. President. Now, did you hear what Mitch McConnell said? He said, (laughs) maybe, maybe that's what this is. He said he will not appoint. Translated, that means I'm an ugly piece of shit from Kentucky. (laughs) Why would he say that about himself like that? Oh, you know, because you're owning the joke tech stuff. I'm sorry. Well, Mitch McConnell said he will not appoint any of Biden's judges if he is majority leader in 2023. It's it's really not politics. By him saying that, it's not really politics for Americans anymore. It's kind of like a pissing contest between politicians. Do you not agree with that? And nobody has a stronger piss stream than me, by the way. At 75, you have the strongest piss stream? I do. I'm not like one of those old men that walks up to the urinal that you just hear. Where they just let out that exhale of like, oh, thank God I got one ounce of pee out. No, I stand there. And it's just like, it's a fire hose of Diet Coke. (laughs) Well, I'm glad to hear that your stream is still strong at 75 years young. 
Congratulations. But you don't think Mitch McConnell, what he said is kind of messed up and really just, um, I don't know, puts another black eye on our country by him saying that? Uh, we already had Hussein Obama, so I don't think we need any more black guys in our country. But what I will say is that's what he did in 2016. I don't know why everybody's acting like all surprised. Mitch is just, I think we finally can understand what Mitch is saying, you know, through his I think we finally <laughs> translate it and he's saying what he's been doing, which is I'm waiting for a strong Republican like Donald J. Trump to do great judges. Okay. Well, it all makes sense now. I did not know. Now, also, Republicans who were voted for your impeachment um, are now facing uh, pro-Trump primary challenges where they voted, they didn't vote based on party, they voted based on facts and based on what they thought was right. And not no, they, they voted on party. fake facts. They voted on fake facts, not real facts. Democratic hoax facts. And what I'm telling you is if our primary challenges don't defeat these, they call them rhinos. You know what rhinos are, tech stuff? They're, they're animals, rhinoceros. Well, Republicans in name only. That's okay. when, we, when, we, when we say rhinos in politics, that's what we mean. And if any of these rhinos even make it back to Congress, okay? Marjorie Taylor Greene has promised to uh, rape and murder them for me. <laughs> what a sweetheart. <laughs> She's very tough. She's a very tough lunatic for sure. Does strong CrossFit. Do, do you think, Mr. President, that they should do away with political parties? You'd still be strong, of course. I think they serve a purpose, but you know, that's because you usually don't have leaders as strong as me. You know, most of these people are very weak and they need the money and they need uh, the infrastructure. But when you have somebody as talented, as strong as me, I don't need a party. I need a birthday party. We, uh, you know, I'm hoping Ivanka jumps out of the cake later tonight. You know, remember Under Siege? I do remember Under Siege. That's, I was dropping hints. I kept saying to Ivanka, last week. Ivanka, remember when we went to that movie Under Siege when you were little? And I told you that's what we're going to get for you when you turn 16. We're going to, when that, that playmate jumped out of the cake. And I said, you see, you know, Ivanka was, I think, uh, maybe nine at the time. Okay. And I pointed to the playmate's breasts and I said, we're going to get those for you for your sweet 16. How's that sound, darling? So she knows a very strong connection to Under Siege. It's a very uh, special movie and it stars great Steven Seagal who's a great patriot of our country and uh, of Russia also so uh, I think Ivanka knows the deal Jared Kushner's out of town so hopefully I'm waiting to see that big 511 cake move into my bedroom and we'll see what happens well good luck to of, that a lot of buttercream frosting if you know what I mean I, I unfortunately I know what you mean yes um, what do I now, mean? Now you're going to ask me and I'm going to be wrong and then you're going to get mad at me. Well, what I mean, what, I'm, I buttercream frosting, you know, from the store, from the bakery, they make really good buttercream frosting and you wanted that frosting to be on the cake. Well, then why did you make a point of, you know, then nobody I'm a else, big fan of buttercream none of our too. great supporters, none of our great supporters said anything. They just said, oh yes, it's a delicious cake, but you had to make a comment like you were thinking of something else. You're a disgrace and you're fine. <laughs> well, before I leave, I just want to introduce our sponsor for this week, and that is betonline.ag. I know you do all your betting with them. I do all my betting with them. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball's in full swing. We have NHL hockey playoffs. Go Islanders. And we have UFC MMA every single week. NBA playoffs. Football's right around the corner. And plus, there's a casino you can bet on. Roulette, you can bet on blackjack, poker. So if sports aren't your thing, there are plenty of things to bet on. You could also bet on reality shows there. So it has all the updated odds and props, almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. And check this out, Mr. President. On 
your first deposit, okay? If you put in promo code CLNS50, you receive a 50% welcome bonus. So 50% more money on your first, it's only your first deposit. So you can really bank with this one and have money for a long time to bet on betonline.ag. So enter promo code CLNS50 on your first deposit and receive a 50% welcome bonus. That's BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts, BetOnline.ag. That's like bipartisan because obviously they're supporting our great podcast, so they're great patriots, okay? But mm-hmm. at the same time, they're practically doing like Sleepy Joe socialism with the 50% giveaway. So it's a real win-win. The only people who probably would hate it are libertarians who are very weird and we don't like them. <laughs> Well, Mr. President, since it is your birthday, and this is a live episode, a special live episode for a regular episode, we have lots of Perfect Ten uh, in the house tonight, and they have questions for you. By the way, I see a couple of people people in this room right now who are pretending to be patriots actually went to see a failed comedian in Hartford, Connecticut, whose name we're not going to say, okay? Not to mention some of the ones who went to see him in D.C., so... You know, we might want to skip their questions is all I'm saying. Okay, we will skip their questions. Um, we're going to start. Um, oh, and by the way, what did we yes. decide? Are we, because I know we had talked about an impeachment of our first and hopefully last African-American uh, podcast president. I'm looking for him. I don't. Is he the BAN president? I don't know. We'll have to, we'll have to uh, ask him. That's me. Oh, hello, hello, Rudley, with the hard, the hardest possible R. <laughs> they, we, because I think today, because it's my birthday, you know, like in The Godfather, when the when the president, when when the Don has to do favors for people because it's his daughter's wedding. I don't think we should have impeachment proceedings on my birthday. I think what I want is Mike Lindell is going to preside. In two weeks, less than I can't two weeks, wait. he is going to be the judge, jury, and possibly executioner uh, at the impeachment trial of Rudley with the hardest star possible. And I know that we decided that Otto and Tom Fitzgerald will also be able to make their case to run for to potentially take over for Rudley if Rudley is deemed guilty. Well, Rudley does not have a question right now. Um, uh, I have oh, yeah. one. Okay. Yeah. So, Rudley, you're going to go first since you are right. currently are still our president of our, of our Patreon. And Tom Fitzgerald will go next, and then we will choose at random. So, uh, Rudley, with the hardest R possible, the floor is yours. Uh, Mr. President, sir, I'm just wondering, what are your thoughts on Hunter Biden uh, using the N-word? <sighs> This is a great question. Okay, you know what? This is why you can't count out Rudley with the hardest star possible because that is actually a strong question, okay? That's, and that's what I like. That's what I like. I like it to see my people when they are un- up against pressure come up with strong moments. Uh, Hunter Biden proved how pathetic and weak the Democrats are. He referred to his attorney with the N-word, but he used the A. He used the A. And that's so weak and so typical of the left. Use the hard R. Okay. I was I was appalled that Hunter used the A. I thought to myself, they're so weak on the left. They don't even say the word properly. He should have said it with a hard, the hardest R possible. And then I would have respected him. But instead, he went with the soft, radical left A. And, you know, I think he should be. uh... Well, I don't know what we should do with him because he's such a loser. But, you know, Sleepy Joe is probably giving him state secrets right now because he's sleepy. Thank you, sir. Thank you. We will see you in uh, the last Thursday for. Mike, and trust me, Mike Lindell is even less of a friend of African-Americans as I am because he's, he's never actually met one. <laughs> Our next question comes from our vice president, 
and that's Tom Fitzgerald. Tom, the floor is yours. Thank you, and ha happy birthday, sir, Mr. President, sir. Thank you. I noticed that Rudley, with the hardest R possible, didn't even say happy birthday to his president. Interesting. We keep, we are, uh, we're keeping a scoreboard. <laughs> I see that. Uh, so earlier tonight, you discussed the two lovers, Lisa and Peter, the uh, radical left corrupt FBI agents. And, uh, you know, back in the globe, back when America was great, you would strongly impersonate the two of them having sex at your rallies. And I'm wondering if that's something we can expect to see in 2022 in the midterms. Thank you. Uh, well, you better believe. You better believe we're going to be doing a lot of Peter, Lisa, uh, Lisa, Peter, Lisa. And, uh, you know, it's and you better hope I'm not divorced from melatonin yet, because I might have even more potent sexual energy when doing the uh, act out. I might ask one of the, you know, maybe Marjorie Taylor Greene will just get up on the podium and play the role of Lisa. And she'll, you know, you know, crossfit my pants off. And all of a sudden they're getting an R-rated presidential. We put the R-rated in presidential rally. So, uh, you know, that could be interesting. But yes, they were, we're not letting the two lovers off the hook that easily. No, no, no. They're, they're going to they're gonna be front and center in 2022 and 2024. Thank you, VP Tom Fitzgerald. Uh, we're going to go with Rachel. Rachel, you are on with the president. Happy birthday, Mr. Trump. It's nice to see you. Can you uh, can you mute her, please? Tech stuff. Sure. And ask, get a question from someone else. Thank you. Can we have, can we get a respectful question from someone, and then maybe we'll come back to not Neil Armstrong, okay. who was a great American. Um, Somebody who would have definitely called me, sir. Sure. Uh, let's go with our man across the pond, Michael C. Michael C., you're on with the president. Happy birthday, sir. Dr. President, sir, on behalf of our, our great Prime Minister, Scott Morrison, down under. Scomo. I call myself a scomosexual, so <laughs> we're very happy with Scott Morrison. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, ScoMo's in a bit of trouble at the moment as yeah, last night our Four Corners told us about how he, he was best friends with one of Australia's top QAnon supporters, Tim Stewart. And we love Tim. Let me tell you something. We got a great file on Tim today because I have, you may not know this, but I have a, a great source in Australia who gets me all sort of the patriotic news from Australia because I like, you know, I'm going to be president again in a couple of years. So I have to keep up the strong diplomatic ties. And I'm telling you, this guy, Tim, he has some great ideas. You know, did you know that they wear their, you know, when you see somebody wearing red shoes, it's so you can't see the blood from the children. It hides the blood. These are, I think Tim, I'm actually talking to Scott Morrison when we need a successor. And I'm thinking Tim might be a, uh, I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna back him for, for prime minister. Thanks, yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. Everyone wonders: is is Scomo a QAnon supporter? Yeah, did did he indicate he was a, had any crazy theories while he was with you? You know, you know, I'm a fan of Scott Morrison. He's a tough guy, very strong conservative. But when I had him on a three-way call with Marjorie Taylor Greene, that's sort of you know she sort of vets your level of Q support. You know, in, in like, in uh, other things they call it your Q rating means like how popular you are in, in the world. What We have a different Q rating in, in uh, Mar-a-Lago, which is how strong do you believe in QAnon? And Marjorie Taylor Greene, who of course scores a perfect 100 on the QAnon rating, she said ScoMo was only a 68, which was a passing score, but not, not what we want. Tim was a 94. So, uh, you know, Scott, I think he believes in some of it, but I don't know if he's... Uh, hardcore enough. He's still a friend and he's still an ally, but I don't know if he's uh, quite strong enough. All right. Thank you very much. Thank, Thank you, you, Michael C. Um, can we give her a second chance now, Mr. President? I think we can. Uh, Rachel, here we go. Um, happy birthday. 
sir. <laughs> it's nice to see you. Um, it's, great. it's great to be seen. Thank you. Oh, I'm sure. So one question I wanted to ask you, um, one thing I like to do on my birthday is ask my friends and family um, to donate to a charity of my choosing in lieu of gifts. Um, my mom has MS and that's a big effect on my life. So I always ask to donate to the MS Society. So my question is, if you were to ask people to donate to a charity in lieu of giving you gifts, what charity would that be and why? Thank you, sir. Okay, well, uh, that's very weak of you that you give to charity, but you know, some people like to do that. And I would never ask people to give to charity because I think it, it shows a lack. I think when you ask, when people do that, when they say, please give to charity, that's like a preemptive move. Like, I know you're not gonna get me good gifts. So I'd rather not be disappointed. I'm never disappointed in gifts because I'm very strong. I have great wealth and great wealthy friends. So if, to answer your hypothetical, okay? Because I would never do this, but there is a charity that was founded uh, by newly, you know, recently reinstated Sir Jeffrey Epstein. And you know how there's some, there's, you know how some doctors go abroad to do, they fix the ugly lip thing when the kids have a messed up lip? Left palate, yes. Uh, the left palate? Okay, maybe then the right palate, whichever palate, left or right. When they go fix the palates, that's sort of nice, I guess. Uh, but Jeffrey Epstein had founded, Sir Jeffrey Epstein had founded a charity called uh, A World. But the world was spelled with two double Ds at the end of world. So it was A World of Joy was the name of the charity where doctors from Florida with funding from me and Jeffrey Epstein would go around the world mostly Florida and California and New York, but occasionally to international places like Puerto Rico and would get women who had not, you know, who were sort of sad because they were just like C cups and D cups. And they were like, woe is me. And we thought that was so sad to see these women so upset and these young ladies. So we would give them complimentary augmentations to very classy, you know, Double D, F, G, you know, just because we were so, we, it's called generosity. We put the G, you know, the G cup generosity was also a way we referred to it. So the point is, that was the only charity I was ever so involved in. This was only for women with D cups, right? No, no, no. We would, we occasionally, <coughs> under extreme circumstances, if with recommend letters of recommendation, we would allow C cups. To, to get some funding from the charity. That's so kind of you, so generous. It was, uh, it was generous and, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's tough out there for 16 year olds and, and we were just there to help. We were there to provide moral support, financial support and medical talent. So, you know, you're actually upsetting me now. You know, I didn't realize, I, I know I said I wasn't into charity, but I'm sort of, you know, you know, it makes me think of Sir Jeffrey and all the great work we did uh, around the world, uh, bringing so much joy. Thank you, Rachel. Um, there's usually a Mr. iPhone and there's just an iPhone this time. So we're gonna go with iPhone. It looks like a Miss iPhone. You, you can ask the president a question. Hello, iPhone lady. Her hand is up, or now it's not up. Um, she got scared. Um, we're going to go with uh, Sean. Sean, you are next with the president. Mr. President, sir, happy birthday. Thank you very and, much, Sean. And I, and I want to give you credit. No one's given you the credit for the vaccine. Our vaccine is better than China's. It works twice as well. You did it. You did the research. You hired the best scientists. You volunteered your non-Ivanka children to, to test it on humans. And because of Tiffany, we now know that, that it's safe for non-human species as well. So <laughs> I, I, I think that you deserve so much credit. But there's a problem here, sir. 
It's that your supporters are not getting the vaccine and the Indian variant, or as the politically correct weak left call it, the Delta variant, is going to kill thousands of them. How are you going to deal with this lack of supporters in 2024? First of all, we call it the 7-Eleven variant, okay? We don't go with any kind of Delta and American Airlines, whatever they want to call it. We call it the 7-Eleven Slurpee, okay? That's what it is. And we're actually, we got Hank Azaria to redo a, an Apu commercial, to, to do the voice again, uh, talking about it as like to reach out. Uh, no, I think it's, uh, I think... People are underestimating how tough, how very tough Trump supporters are. And uh, if we lose a couple, that will be sad. We don't want any of that. We'd rather it be Democrats who die. But, uh, you know, if we lose a few, I think we'll be even stronger. Uh, that's more guns for the survivors, if you think about it. You know, if a few of our people die, all of a sudden, now we're double fisting AR-15s because, you know, you pick up your friend's AR-15 when he dies of 7-Eleven COVID. And all of a sudden you're doing the Rambo with two, two machine guns and now you're even scarier. So I think it's, you know, it's what they say. They say, whatever doesn't kill you makes you stronger. And I think uh, whichever of my many supporters, and there are so many, whichever of my many supporters survive this, they're going to be stronger and a lot angrier than they even were on January 6th when they had the election stolen. Thank you, Sean. We appreciate your question. Uh, we're going to go to, to Alex. Alex, nice T-shirt, Alex. You are on with the president. Thank you, Tech Stuff. Ha happy birthday, Doctor, Mr. President, Sir Esquire. Um, Thank you. Once again, what have I always said about Alex? He's the ideas guy. Mm -hmm. He's not, he always remembers the full title. <laughs> Mr. President, Sir, uh, the, the Army has suggested that it's their birthday as well today. I wonder how you felt about that and if you have any strong messages for our men and women in uniform. Great question. You know what? Normally I would say, get the hell out of here, Army, okay? Because I'm, they wanna be in on the branding, okay? And I, actually I have to sort of respect that. They sort of say, sir, you've made June 14th such a great day that we want we want a piece of it. And because I love our troops so much, more than you, more than probably even their families, uh, I'm, I am willing to share June 14th with the Army as long as they accept lower billing. So if it was like a movie today, it'd be June 14th and I would be above June 14th. You know, it'd be like Donald Trump in June 14th with the Army. You know, so we can share it just like we share it. It's flag day today. It's flag. It's a strong day for our flag. I, I sexually assaulted three flags this morning uh, to, uh, to honor the flag. So uh, I'm okay sharing it with what kind of monster would I be if I couldn't share my birthday with our great soldiers and our great flag? Thank you for your question. We appreciate you. Um, I, I wanted to ask you, Mr. President, so you're saying that it would be starring Donald J. Trump and then co-starring the Army and Flag Day? Or would they be part of just the ensemble and not even like in a starring role? I know. I mean, they would get their credits. Their, their families could clap when they go see the movie and go, that's, oh, that's our son, the Army. Oh, that's <laughs> Flag. I'm Flag's parents. We're very proud of you. You got in the movie. But no, it would be, you know, I'd be on the poster. It would be Donald Trump in June 14th. And then it would say after that, you know, like also starring Army. Okay, probably, so they get, they get starring. Probably Ivanka, okay. We'd rate it R for a strong nudity. Okay. And, and then, and last but not least, the flag. Of course. We're going to go with uh, Ellie and Otto. Ellie and Otto. Otto looks very comfortable right now. Hello, Mr. President, Sir Esquire, Doctor. Happy birthday from both Otto and I. Thank you very much. And we, you know, yeah, tech stuff often references my strong, powerful look at the beginning of each episode. 
tech stuff, doesn't Otto kind of have that look? Does it, he's sort of <laughs> copying his president's strong regal. Look at that. There it is. There it is. That's the. Can you do it with him right now? <laughs> Very powerful. He's a huge fan. He's a huge fan. Um, so we were both wondering, since it is your birthday, if what Mike Pence and the LGBTQ Mike Pence community does to celebrate you, since it's also their month too, but you know, it's your special day. Did they have a parade for you or any sort of like concert or prayer, strong prayer ceremony? No, there's, uh, there's a lot of kneeling in the Pence household that I can tell you for, for Pride Month. Uh, no, what they actually do is we let, you know, Pence knows that some of my birthday activities are maybe despite being a much stronger Christian than him. You know, birthday is, you know, Jesus often said on your birth, what happens on your birthday is like a free pass. Jesus started the whole pass. You know, that was a, in chapter two of Hall Passions, which was a little known Bible verse. Uh, Jesus said, let the man with great wealth have a free birthday. And we interpret that very strongly to mean, I can, so what happens is we sort of do a combo pride birthday late night celebration. This is late night. Roger Stone's wife uh, visits. And unlike most of her events, which obviously feature many strong Christian men, uh, this one, it's some of the local exotic dancers from Florida. And they have a, a, a very unique but uh, proud pride celebration. Very strong. I would say probably the strongest pride celebration with Roger Stone's wife and some of the uh, local exotic dancers. And it's sort of like a night off for Roger Stone's wife, to be honest. Okay, thank you very much. A lot less ice packs. So <laughs> thank, you. thank you for asking. Thank you, Ellie and Otto. Uh, we're gonna go to Will. Will, you are on with the president. Hello, Mr. President, sir. Happy birthday. Well, you know what? You probably should apologize for attending the radical left comedy show in Connecticut. But but you know what? It's my birthday, so we're not going to make a big deal of it. It's actually what my question was about, sir. I just attended that show just to see what kind of weak nonsense the left was up to. And there was actually a failed comedian doing an impression of you. I was wondering how your very strong legal team will deal with this. And if you and the great Fred Trump ever had to deal with phonies and imposters in the past. That's a great question. Uh, we know that he doesn't draw the way I draw, you know, his rallies, his shows, his so-called shows, they're not packed. Okay. They're not like my rallies. So I feel like if I give him too much credit, all of a sudden he'll have like thousands of people going to his shows and we don't want to do that. What I will tell you is Fred Trump did have uh, an imposter one time, uh, a guy, uh, he had worked for him and he had tried to pass off uh, checks Fred Trump checks. It's called check fraud. And I said, Dad, are you going to prosecute him? And my father looked at me and said, Sir, we're not going to prosecute. We're going to handle this the Fred Trump way. And so what Fred Trump did was he blackmailed this man's wife. <laughs> uh, and I think if you listen to the bonus episodes, you, you know where the blackmail goes. Uh, <laughs> literally, he used a blackmail uh, and videotaped her with a blackmail uh, and threatened to send it to her husband if, if she didn't return the check funds. And she did. Uh, and then we still released the tape anyway because we're very cold hearted. And the husband, uh, I mean, we're among patriots here, we're, we're all adults. Uh, it ended in a murder suicide. So that was the last time that anybody tried to impersonate the great Fred Trump. So, but otherwise it was, a, you know, a happy ending. We got our money back and, uh, <laughs> you know, things were pretty good. Thank you, Will. It's a great question. Mr. President, we have, uh, I know you have a big night for your birthday. We have, we have three questions left. Um, and we're going to end it with our vice president and president, Michael C. Um, you have the floor. Yeah, sir. I was, I thought I'd better read, read the books of your opponents. So I, I was reading Mary Trump's book and I heard about the, the, the time when she was in her swimmers and you said, oh, wow, you're stacked. 
Yes, I did. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I was disappointed they didn't include, you know, I read that book and they didn't include pictures. (laughs) You know, I was so disappointed. I was like, at least you got to have like the pictures in the middle. So people, you know, they don't have to take my word. I mean, they take my word for it, but (laughs) like, where was the pictorial? Mary, like, what, what? what's the point? It's just one of these books with only words. Nobody likes that. But I hope they, uh, I hope they make a movie of it. You know, like do a little movie adaptation because they could get the woman from the cake in Under Siege to play her. <laughs> yeah, yeah she, was, she said she was very embarrassed and I just wondered if she had reci- reciprocated more, yeah, would she have actually gotten her fair share of Fred Trump's fortune when Fred died? That's a good question. I think that nobody really liked her that much. (laughs) And you realize if you've got a great rack in the Trump family and people still don't like you, it's like, you got nothing. You have nothing. (laughs) You wasted the greatest gift you had. And uh, now, so we don't, we didn't like her that much. And uh, I would have probably taken her money, even if it, you know, I would have convinced the great Fred Trump to like not give her the money. So I don't think she was ever going to get money. No, I think we were, we knew that she was just not full Trump material. Yeah. Guess, yeah. Guess her rack's not as good as the bunkers as well. Uh, no, well, let me tell you something from experience. No one's is. Okay. <laughs> we, we went full premium. This was not a, this was not Heal the World Foundation with Jeffrey Epstein level work. We went to the to the finest doctors in the world. Thanks. Oh, my only other question was whether you're worried that Jeff Bezos now owns MGM and he might have those those tapes where you're saying all the N word and the C word and all that. Is there any concern there? If Jeff Bezos wants to release tapes of me saying the N-word and the C-word, then I look forward to my polls rising three to 5%. Uh, thank you very much. Thank you, thank Michael you. C. Um, we, have, we have two more questions, Mr. President, but we do have a question. I don't know if you want to- We have three. Another oh. person has raised their hand. Um, Yes, we do have three. So we're going to have, uh, we're going to go with Kenna. We're going to go with Vice President Tom Fitzgerald and then um, President Rudley with the hardest R possible. But there, there are two questions in the chat that I thought are very interesting. Um, has there been any great Fred Trump traditions for Sir President's birthday is one question. So are there any any traditions with with fred trump for your birthday would you like to share tonight or save it for another episode please let us know you know for the great fred trump we have so many traditions and birthdays were sort of different i think you know it was just a time for time for family a time for family where we would just gather around and uh, Fred and I, the great Fred Trump and I would just watch um, over cake. We would have cake and we would just watch uh, some of the sex tapes we'd made with the wives of his employees in years past. Sort of reminiscing, you know, almost like a, like a, like a, like a best of, you know, because you can't always go out and murder and have great sex and do all these things and blackmail people. Sometimes you just have to sit and enjoy yourself with your family and relive the nice moments and, and get a good night's sleep. So birthdays were really more for, for quality family time than, than for creating big, the big famous traditions. Thank you, Mr. President. Before we get to the last three questions, um, just want to remind everyone, join the Patreon. We have so much bonus material coming every single month live episodes, an episode with Mike Lindell later this month. We have the commencement speech from I mean, that Idaho commence, Militia that Christian Bible speech. Tech State College. Excuse me, excuse yes. me. That commencement speech, they're not going to know what the hell the Gettysburg Address was once that speech gets famous. <laughs> this is one of the great, people are telling me this is one of the greatest speeches in the history of talking. 
Okay. So it's a, uh, you know, that was, and I spoke from the heart there. I didn't have speechwriters. So that was, that was from the heart to our great AR-15 Trumps in, at Idaho Militia Christian. Plus we have the movie review show, bonus episodes every single month, live episodes. So join the Patreon. Any Later level, this week, f- excuse me, Tech, later this week, we'll be reviewing The Conjuring 3 and In the Heights. And I can tell you one of those movies was incredibly scary. <laughs> so it's patreon.com slash MPGA. You will not regret it. Um, Mr. President, we have... Another question in the chat, and then we'll go to our last three questions. Um, what about a, uh, well, this person messed up the question, but it's what about a Sir Jeffrey Epstein studies major to Idaho Militia Christian Bible Tech State College? You know what? We're, pers- we're thinking of, uh, they call it endowing a chair. when You sort of create like a position at a university. And we're thinking of, uh, of doing just that. Obviously, we're thinking about whether it should be a Fred Trump, uh, you know, a Fred Trump Center for Powerful Extortion, whether it should be a, you know, Ivanka Trump, uh, anything really, anything Ivanka Trump. Or I, I actually like the idea of a, a Jeff Epstein uh, Sir Jeff Epstein. So that's, I think we're going to have to look into that. We're going to have to discuss that on uh, future episodes. We'll, we'll, we'll figure, uh, you know, because as you know, I have a great relationship with Idaho Militia Christian. It's one of our great institutions. Well, Thomas suggested that you endow a Sir Jeffrey Epstein chair of youth studies. Well, I mean, goes without saying, but perhaps... Or like a summer, like a summer camp. Maybe we, you know, because people think of him as this stone cold like business guy, but maybe having like a beautiful summer camp, ages eleven to sixteen, <laughs> would be a, an even better way to honor the great Sir Jeff Epstein. We have three questions left before you get on with your birthday celebration after hours. Um, we're going to have uh, Kenna, then our vice president, then our president. So Kenna, you are on with the president for your question. Uh, happy birthday, Mr. President, sir. How are you? I, well, look at that. Thank you for asking. How about that tech stuff? Finally, somebody asked me how I'm doing. I'm doing very well, Kenna. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, I was just wondering if it was okay if I asked uh, the tech stuff guy, Ray, a question. On my birthday, you want to ask the tech stuff guy a question? Well, this is the I second time ever. Sorry. You know what? You know what? Excuse me. You know what? Well, remember this next month. And I'll, you better believe Mike Lindell is not going to forget this. That guy's tough as nails. That's what he actually puts in his pillows, nails. But uh, because it's my birthday, I'm going to be very generous and strong and allow you to ask uh, Greg, the tech stuff guy, a question. <laughs> I actually don't care about how the tech stuff guy's doing. I was just wondering how the new baby's doing. Oh, thank you. Um, The baby is doing well, thank you. She is healthy and she is pooping and crying and kind of sleeping. So thank you for asking, Ken. I appreciate that. You want the longer answer, Mr. President? Babies don't Possibly the weakest exchange we've ever had in the history (laughs) of our podcast. It was a very sweet question and very nice of her. And be a little happy on your birthday, Mr. President. Excuse me. As BB said, there is no mercy in this dojo. (laughs) Okay. And there is no mercy in this podcast. Well, thank you, Kenneth, for asking. I appreciate that. Um, We're going to end the show with, of course, a question from our vice president, Tom Fitzgerald, and then our president, Rudley, with the hard R. Um, Tom, go for it, dude. Thank you. Mr. President, sir, if if I'm not mistaken, uh, you've placed a very powerful bet on the Utah Jazz to win the NBA Finals this year. Game four tonight, big game. How are you feeling, sir? You know, when I placed the bet, I I, I just assumed that Utah would have more white players. Uh, Now that I've seen some of the games, it seems to me like 
they're like even more African-American than the average NBA team. I, I, who would guess that the Utah team would be more African-American than the other NBA teams? But they do have this Australian guy, Joe Ingles. I'm sure Michael's, maybe Michael C. doesn't know him, but uh, Joe Ingles is a very strong Australian. And, you know, I think I feel a little nervous because obviously we placed a very strong bet. But uh, I think the Jazz have what it takes because I just think, I think that uh, I think they're going to win to show their support for me and to rebuke Rhino Mitt Romney. So I still feel confident. Thank you for the question. Thank you, Vice President Fitzgerald. And our last question will go uh, to our Patreon president. Oh, he's showing his face now. Rudley with the hard R. Let's hear it. Your, your final question of the episode. Uh, Mr. President, I know you're still looking for uh, wife number four, but I'm wondering if I'm throwing, I'm going to throw you a curveball here, Mr. President, if you would consider Kamala Harris for wife number four, because she told a bunch of Guatemalans do not come. And I know. Uh, let me tell you, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but when, let me tell you something. When Kamala <laughs> Harris told the Guatemalans not to come, I came. <laughs> So I think you may have a decent idea there. I think how much would that shock everybody? Because she's with a very weak, sort of low, low energy, low bank account sort of white guy. So I'm definitely an upgrade over Doug, the first, the, the second cuck, I think is what we call him. So I, I think that's, you know what, that's not a bad idea. How, that, would, that, would, that would totally mess up the radical left. I think Kamala, so well. Kamala Trump. Oh boy. Great question. Rudley with uh, president Rudley with the hard R. Um, now, Mr. President, there, there's one question that came in here and I'm, I mean, you may want to think about this. And I think it's a great question. It says, uh, would you have a list of alumni perks and benefits from graduating from Idaho militia Christian Bible state tech college? Well, I can know their mentor order. programs. Are well, there... I can already tell you, we've, we've set up an internship program. Five lucky students uh, get internships after their sophomore year uh, with the Trump organization. Mm. So, you know, it's a very rigorous process. Uh, you know, we have to see the GPA. We have to see the cup size. We have to see, uh, you know, full, full nudes and, uh, you know, but then it's like I said, it's a very tough process. But no, we've already started an internship program. We call it we call it the Trump Organization's Lewinsky's program. Well, um, I'm looking forward to meeting those students who uh, who are your interns uh, for next Tops. year. Tops, we call them Trump Organization Lewinsky program. Tops. Very nice. Well, Mr. President, happy, happy birthday. Enjoy the rest of your evening. You don't look a day older than 25 years old. You really keep your youth. And um, all our uh, Perfect 10 Patreon, we appreciate you. Thanks for joining us on this live episode. And um, everyone out there, join the Patreon. It's worth it. It's awesome. We have so much bonus content every single month. Patreon.com slash MPGA. Mr. President, do you have any parting words for our listeners? Please, it's your birthday. Well, should yes. we sing happy birthday to you, Mr. President? Would you like to sing happy birthday to you on your birthday? Uh, I would not, okay. actually. All right. I hate that song. Okay, uh, sorry. It's a weak. It's a very weak song. Probably fed <laughs> up by some radical left loser. But what I would say is, hey everybody, it's Jo. <laughs> uh, just a couple of shows um, coming up. I'm in Long Island at Governor's opening for Roy Wood Jr. this Friday and Saturday. Headlining City Winery in Boston. I know we have a lot of Boston people. So that's July 26th in Boston. And uh, 
If you're in New York City, never too early to get tickets to my special recording on October 23rd in New York City at the Triad Theater, triadnyc.com. Trying to add more dates. I'm working with somebody to put together a, like a tour of sort of smaller venues around the country. So hopefully by the fall, that's, that's locked in. Um, but as always, especially to our perfect tens, thank you as always for, for, for being here. Much appreciated. Um, thank you to everybody who came out to the shows recently. Will, Keith, uh, Alex. Um, sorry if I'm forgetting anybody. I know some other people who aren't in the chat came to those shows, so I'm not trying to uh, not uh, say thank you to you guys. But um, yeah, uh, you guys, uh, the perfect tens make this um, extra fun and something to always look forward to. So, so special thanks to you guys. And uh, I guess that's it. So thanks for coming out and God help us all.